0: Each year, over 600,000 individuals go missing in the United States. This number feels incredibly overwhelming, but fortunately, many missing children and adults are quickly found alive and well. For those individuals who remain missing for more than a year, many agencies consider these cases cold. On any given day in the United States, there are approximately 90,000 active missing persons cases in the National Crime Information Center or NCIC, leaving the rest as cold cases. This is She's Missing. As of right now, 13 states have passed legislation mandating the use of the National Missing and Unidentified Persons System or NAMUS. Those states include Arizona, Arkansas, Illinois, Michigan, New Mexico, New York, North Carolina, Oklahoma, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Texas, Washington, and West Virginia. If your state was not mentioned, you may want to talk to your legislator about joining this list. By using NamUs, I was able to quickly search for any missing person in my state and even narrow it down by county. However, because it's not mandated for the state of Idaho, I'm not exactly sure how accurate this list is. I would hate for anyone to be left off of this list. According to NamUs, the oldest missing persons case in Idaho is Dorothy Wright Weiler, who disappeared when she was 22 years old. Unfortunately, this list has continued to grow over the years. There are now currently 130 missing persons cases in the state of Idaho, according to NamUs. Nine of those missing are from Bonneville County. I would like to tell you a little bit about each of their cases. Donald Butler, age 59, disappeared following a car accident with his wife. His car was found submerged in the Snake River. His wife was still buckled inside the car, but Donald was never recovered. He is presumed drowned. Rex Hill, age 6, Larry Hill, his father, age 38, Tony Schiss, age 10, and her father, Laddie Schiss, age 38. These two men and their two children are missing after a boating incident in the Palisades Reservoir, which the Snake River flows into. Eight people were on board a 16-foot boat, but only one person had a life jacket on. A sudden storm capsized the boat about 100 yards from shore. Other boaters saw the accident and picked up four survivors. However, the four that I named were never found and are presumed drowned. Randall Leach, age 20, was last known to be hitchhiking in Bonneville County after taking temporary employment at Reed's Dairy. Wayne Heath, age 37, was fishing with a friend in the Snake River when the boat filled with water. He never made it to shore and is presumed drowned. Darwin Vest, age 48, disappeared after leaving a downtown bar. He had met with friends for a weekly trivia game, which was very normal for him, and although it was raining, he walked home, leaving his car parked near the bar. At first, he was presumed drowned in the nearby Snake River. However, later, his disappearance was considered suspicious. That leaves us with Amber Hoops, who was 20 years old when she disappeared from her home on September 14, 2001. We will learn more about her in season two. For now, I want to play the audio from the awareness event for Missing Persons Day on September 14th. I am so grateful for the attendance that we had at this live event. I hope in the coming years, the attendance at this event will continue to grow.
1: I appreciate you being here today. we have four people that are going to give a few remarks and, um, and talk about uh, this day and, and some of the significant things about why uh, we're here on this day. First, we'll hear from uh, Captain Tony Glenn from Bonneville County Sheriff's Office, followed by retired Sheriff Paul Wild, uh, retired from Bonneville County Sheriff's Office, uh, and then Audrey Berkner, um, who is aunt to Amber Hoops and then emily who is part of the uh, she's missing podcast so with that i'll go ahead and turn it over to captain glenn
2: um i again want to say thank you for all of you folks coming out today um obviously the fact that we're here is is a somber a somber moment a somber reason but the fact that we are all here is also a fantastic reason because the fact that we're all here means that everybody here remembers Uh, That's one thing that we want to make sure we continue to do is remember. From the sheriff's office perspective, um, investigators come, investigators go, folks retire, sheriffs retire. Um, But one thing that doesn't change is our dedication to the cases that involve all of these folks. Um, Our investigations group, our detectives group, reassigns cases to new investigators. We get new eyes on those cases all the time. Um, our investigations lieutenant, Lieutenant Carl Noah does a fantastic job of making sure that that stays at the forefront of that detective's division. Uh, we work hard, we work every lead, anything that comes in, we work it. Doesn't matter how insignificant it may sound, we work it because that might be something that breaks the case for us. So from the sheriff's office perspective, this is something that, that we think about on a daily basis, something our investigators think about all the time. Um, Again, we have detectives that work these cases nonstop, and the fact that that continues, and the fact that you're all here today, I think speaks volumes to to the way this community feels about that, the way the sheriff's office feels about that, and the way I personally feel about that. So again, I wanna say thank you all for being out here today. Thank you for taking the time to be here and remembering all the folks in the state of Idaho that are missing. Thank you.
3: As we uh, look at today, we look back and uh, realize how this all started and that Amber was the reason that Idaho Missing Persons became a special day in the state of Idaho. It's about relationships and it's about commitment. And as Tony said, the detectives are committed to doing their job and making sure things are are handled. It's about commitment even after retirement. It's about commitment after leaving the office and I can see that there's deputies here that are committed to this, that were part of these cases, that are part of the lives of these people. I look at the Bergner family and they, I, I, we were talking earlier, that they are very much a part of us. They're very much a part of this office. They're very much a part of every one of the investigators that were working the case. But as you look at all the other cases, Randall Leach was unknown. He was uh, an individual that happened to come up missing. Last known location was here in Idaho Falls. Pulverson was not specifically a Bonneville County case, but was up in the mountains. The Kuntz was not our case, but part of our community. So we remember these names, we remember these people, we remember them and commit to them, and want you to know as the families that even though retired, I commit to you, the office commits to you, and we will continue uh, I, I don't let a day go by that I don't hear and talk to people and realize that these cases are still very much a part of our community. And we will continue to work these cases even after we're gone. Thank you.
4: First of all, I'm really sorry that I get so emotional. I want to thank everybody for coming to remember those missing people in Idaho. I would like to thank Emily, where are you? For putting all this together and hoping we can work together in the future to educate and and remember those that are still missing and still looking for the lost. My name is Audra Bergner. I'm Amber's aunt. I would just like to explain a little bit about how Missing Persons Day came about. In 2001, when Amber went missing, there was not much media attention on missing adult cases, not to mention that it happened three days after 9-11. There was so much in place for handling missing children that I soon realized in my own desperation and grasping for any type of assistance and semblance on how to move forward, that there needed to be something to create awareness for all missing persons, and it had to be something significant. I reached out to Janice McGeehan, Idaho Representative, and with her help and guidance, I was able to get my ideas in front of the legislature. I wrote a draft for a bill outlining the the need for awareness and education and the specific day for community outreach. I then read the draft and had I had created in front of the Legislature Council. The Council then voted and passed unanimously. In 2006, we held the first Idaho Missing Persons Day event. September 14, 2001 was the was the day my niece was abducted. Oh, sorry. It not only marks the anniversary of her abduction, but it now proclaims and now proclaimed as Idaho Missing Persons Day and also the day chosen for bringing awareness and education and community outreach. I would like to thank Bonneville County for all the love and support that they've given our family through the years. And a special thanks to Janice McGeehan for all of your help. This day might not have been Idaho Missing Persons Day. Thank you.
0: I wanna start by thanking Bonneville County Sheriff's Office um, for making this event happen. I also want to thank Audra for all the work that she put in. She put a lot of time and effort into making uh, Missing Persons Day a reality in our state. And I'm very grateful for her efforts in that. Um, I also want to give a special thanks to Megan, who shared her story on the She's Missing podcast. It's an incredible story. And because she was willing to share that, uh, it has brought a spotlight to Amber's case again, and has brought a lot of interest from the community. It has also sparked an interest in other missing persons cases throughout Idaho and throughout the country, for those who are listening to the podcast. And I just really appreciate her, her willingness. She really is a hero. Um, now, I want to take a minute to speak about two things. The first, the power of community involvement. And the second is the importance of recognizing Missing Persons Day. I think it's pretty natural for all of us to assume that when someone goes missing, the police will take care of everything. We have a lot of trust in them. Uh, but that what often gets overlooked is the power that each one of us have um, to assist in these investigations. We can help with the searches, we can help with distributing flyers, organizing community efforts, and even offer emotional support to the families going through a horrendous ordeal but there's another way that we might not recognize. In these cases, information may not have been shared during the initial investigation. Uh, And details, they may have been missed or forgotten over time. Those people who knew the missing person or had a unique relationship with them, or even knew a suspect in the case, they might hold vital clues that can reignite a cold case. So as citizens, it's our responsibility to share that information that we might have, even if we think it's already been said or it's information that everybody knows, everybody has said that, everybody's talked about that. You just never know. Sure, it might be nothing, but it also might be everything that the police need to connect the dots and and solve a a missing person's case. So it's it's important to share that information. As for the importance of recognizing Missing Persons Day, it's about showing respect. It's about honoring the memory of those who have gone missing. Um, And it's it's about acknowledging the pain that their families have had to endure. It gives families a chance to tell their stories, to share their stories, express their grief, and to to seek support from us, the community. So additionally, I, I just wanna express that this is Missing Persons Day can be a wake-up call for us. It reminds us that missing persons cases don't just go away over time, especially for the families. It's always on their minds. When we acknowledge Missing Persons Day, we are taking a stand. We're saying we remember, we care, and we're ready to help. By marking this day, we remind our community and urge them to revisit memories that they might have or that their parents might have in some of the older cases. Even if it's something that seems small and might seem obvious, by showing our support, we can make a huge difference. So let's remember the missing and look for the lost together. Moving forward, Missing Persons Day will not just be another date on the calendar. We can unite, show respect and take meaningful action Together, we can bring hope and healing and much needed answers for family who have been waiting for a very long time. Thank you all for taking the time to show your support today.
1: So thanks again for for all of you taking time out of your day to uh, be with us here. And um, for for media here, if there's some folks that you want to interview after, I can help set that up. But uh, once again, appreciate uh, you guys coming here and, and people taking time to speak about this. Thank you.
0: This podcast was produced by me, Emily. You can find more information and a contact form at shesmissingpodcast.com. She's Missing is a Search Party media production.